Hello, everyone. It's Kristen Sullivan with Just As Planned, your wedding podcast. I am coming to you today with a colleague and dear friend of mine, Miss Jack Bowie. Hi, Jack. How are you? Hi, Kristen. <laughs> so do I get to say, do I get to say you're down under? Like, you know, we don't really know <laughs> here in Florida what to say. <laughs> I'm I'm happy to to be referred to as I'm down under. I'm absolutely down under. I love it. I love it. I love it. So we uh, just to give the audience a little background. Jack and I are in the Global Wedding Academy together. She represents Australia, and I represent North America. So that's how we met, and have been uh, collaborating together. Jack has darling, don't panic. I love saying that so much all the time. <laughs> Yep. That is your, your boutique wedding business. And then you are Jack Bowie Travel as well. So everyone watching, you can have the best of both worlds with Miss Jack. You can have a destination wedding. You can also have her plan a fabulous honeymoon after your wedding. And how long have you been doing this, Jack? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> the travel side of things actually way longer. Um, I was, I, my first job as a travel agent was in 1998. So it's a, it's a while ago and I've gone off and done all different things in travel. I worked as a um, flight attendant. I worked on a cruise ship. I've worked on tour desks. So I've, so I've done lots and lots of different things with travel. Um, um, so, you know, I've come back to it in recent years, just before COVID, you plan that well, um, <laughs> came back just, just before COVID, but, you know, all of those experiences have helped me, you know, gain really great knowledge um, in terms of product and things like that. So I've been a travel agent forever. In terms of weddings, um, I actually was a theatre producer for about 10 years, uh, mostly in my 30s, and did West End shows, like brought them to Australia, did like really, really big full-on events and had to sell tickets and do PR and AV and everything. Um, so when I found this business for sale and it was called something else, it wasn't Dolly Don't Panic then, it was a little one-woman show, I bought it and thought, weddings, this will be a breeze. <laughs> you know, after, after my big like, 2000 seater theatre shows. Um, and to be honest, it really was. It really, like, I think that the, the I'd had way more stress previously with with my shows so um I, I found so far um we're, we're you know a few hundred weddings in now um I haven't had anything that's sort of remotely like any of those big shows so so yeah solid background in travel and then solid background in events which has led me to these two businesses amazing I love the whole theater background because it is a production right like what weddings are a production on a different yeah. scale obviously not selling tickets but maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah usually they all turn up so yeah. <laughs> you don't have that stress oh and then it's so great with all of your travel background because for people that are doing destination weddings and maybe they want to go on a cruise ship or they want to go to a resort or they want to just completely be by themselves you have all of that firsthand knowledge to offer them that's so awesome I'm yeah like I have clients ask me about weddings all the time I'm sorry about well, weddings too but uh honeymoons all the time and I'm like mm -mm not my thing <laughs> yeah yeah and it's not just that it's yeah destination weddings as well group travel you know so often we'll have a situation where um I'm just thinking of a recent one where we had like 50 people from Singapore need to come to the wedding in Australia so we're able to help um mm -hmm. with all of that you know with the transfers from the airport the econ the flights 
uh, even even tours while they're here, travel insurance, all of that sort of stuff. And I guess for the client to be able to sort of have me then log into our planner and put travel plans into their run sheet for the weekend and just give them this seamless experience where you have a travel agent that has visibility over the event, understands the logistics of the event, you know, that that flight time's actually not going to work because yeah. they've got the rehearsal of the, you know, um, all that sort of stuff just works so well together. Yeah, you know all the background and you're able to, just like you said, arrange. I have clients say all the time, oh, I they didn't know I, would have, I was having a brunch. I forgot to tell them. So they're leaving too early to make it. And I'm like, oh, that's a shame. Let you, you actually take care of that need. Yeah. And yeah. how many, you have a team. You are like little boutiques, like flowers everywhere. How many girls are with you? <laughs> Uh, I'm just looking now. I think, I think it's 15. That's amazing. Yeah, it's 15 of us at the moment. Um, so mm -hmm. we do all of Australia and I do New Caledonia destinations because it's just a favourite place of mine and I know it really, really well. So, mm -hmm. um, But we haven't been able to do that for two years. It's just opening up. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. I know it's always the dreaded question because I hate going back to it, but it really has taught us all so much, but literally the last two and a half years have been brutal on our industry. Well, and for you, that's a double whammy because you have the yep, wedding and the travel. It was. So we had, we had, look, I'm not going to lie. It was a year of hell with weddings. Um, yeah. Luckily, in most cases, we moved them and we were able to sort of say, if we do a carbon copy in a year, we can do the whole thing and we can minimize, you know, any sort of, any sort of change costs or anything like that. So most people took that up. Unfortunately, some of them had to do that more than once, <laughs> but, but, you know, it's just an ongoing beast that we're, we were just sort of navigating at the time. Um, but, you know, there were of course people that refunded as well, which was, which was tough. Um, and I, and really, I mean, there was just hardly any revenue coming in for that, for that period. I mean, I, th I think I've obviously blacked it out from like trauma, but, <laughs> but I think like most of 2020, I feel like we hardly had any kind of revenue coming in from weddings. And then on the flip side with travel, yes, I was putting flights into credit, you know, refunds. Um, I processed about $350,000 Australian of travel that was COVID affected. Um, so that actually took up more of my time because each one of those kind of undoing those bookings could be one to 200 hours you know, you, you, and you, you know, you're on the, on the phone to airlines and things like that, that they're on skeleton staff, they've put people mm -hmm. off, there's no reps, there's, you know, um, oh so it was just, it was just a battle. And I thought, you know what, though, if I do a really, really good job for these clients, they're going to come back. And yeah. I'm absolutely starting to see that now. I would, I would say only really in the last two months, I've started to see a steady stream of either clients that have got a little bit of credit that they they finally feel confident to use or they're just so thankful for what I did last year for them <laughs> that they're like we can finally go somewhere we want to book with you you know yeah, so, um, you have made clients for life that way by yeah. helping people. yeah yeah it did send me gray in the process <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm with you I'm with you <laughs> yeah yeah Are but you... look at, it's going up going up to the point that um you know I've I've committed this week to a new co-working space um which I'm moving into hopefully next week um which I haven't had the confidence 
specifically for the travel business to be at, you know, to be able to have those overheads. Mm. Um, but, but I feel really confident and I feel like it's going to put me into a bustling space with lots of new leads walking past. So um, let's it. hope it all works. <laughs> I love it. So are you, is, is Australia open if people want to come inbound for weddings now or no? Yes. 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 Okay. Obviously there's different restrictions and they're changing all the time. Um, so I would definitely advise people to, you know, look up. Um, Sherpa is actually a really good site, S-H-E-R-P-A, Sherpa.com. Okay. Um, it's it's really comprehensive. You, you not only sort of put in, I'm coming from Florida to Sydney, it'll prompt you for, are you immunized? What passport are you on? What are your stopovers? And it will spit out all the things according to all of those specifics that you've set. So, you know, if, if, if you were traveling with your, with a husband and, and he was on a different passport, for example, it's probably slightly going to be different. The advice that he gets, it's that intricate. So, um, that's what I use and I use it outbound and everywhere at the moment. Um, that's and, and that's yeah, I mean, and we're looking at it when we book and we're also looking at it, obviously maybe a week before, because all of a sudden there might be this, it's like, you're going to go and get a PCR three days before. Oh, yeah. So um, it's a good idea to just obviously check that regularly that, you know, because it's not ever going to notify you or anything like that, unless you have like an amazing travel agent like me, um, you're not <laughs> going to get, you're not going to get um, notified that, that there's been changes. So, yeah. And it's, a, it is such a like fast moving change pace right now. It seems like daily, everything is changing and updating. So it's so resourceful to have someone like you that the last thing a bride wants to be dealing with is you know worrying about how many tests she has to get when she gets off the plane or whatnot exactly exactly sorry i'll just shut this door my uh, my cleaner's arriving <laughs> the most exciting part of my week <laughs> i totally understand that so <laughs> Where, um, you mentioned earlier, where is your favorite place to do a destination wedding or event? Oh, I love, I know, New Caledonia, I love. Um, it's only a couple of hours from Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne, um, two to three hours, depending on which city they're leaving from. Um, direct flight, they fly, fly either Qantas or Air Caledonia, which is lovely airlines. Um, hotels are amazing. But I guess what's what I love is you're in the Pacific and you feel like you're in the Pacific. You've got your palm trees and your beautiful ocean and beaches and all of that going on, but it's French. So everyone speaks French. The food is French. Um, you get that. The, well, actually you can, you can get straight up French, but you can also get, um, you know, this sort of mixture of, um, Oh, Pacific food with French. So like I've got a favorite restaurant that I go to there and, they, and they'll do this sort of like, I don't know what it is, like a nachos thing, but it's with this tuna and like, it's just, they'll, inf you know, they put in sea yeah. local seafood and things like that, but it's still got a lot of French flavors. Um, so lots and lots of different beautiful venues there that are really different. Like you can do your sort of five-star hotel and get the Pacific backdrop and all that sort of stuff. But, but also like there's a place called Duck Island where you can have your, uh, your whole island for your wedding. Um, and it's really reasonable. I mean, I don't know since COVID, but the last time I looked at it, it was, um, I'm sorry, Christy, can you pause for a second? She just can't get it. Yes. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, so with New Caledonia, you get that Pacific backdrop and, um, you know, lots of different venues to choose from, including, you know, 
five-star hotels and all the rest of it, with which have the, the palm trees in the background and all of that sort of iconic Pacific backdrop. But um, I know, like, for example, there's this other place called Duck Island where you can have the entire island for your wedding. And I don't know what the pricing's like since COVID, but the last time I looked at it, it was about $10,000 Australian. And you had to add on food, but, but that came with, like, the DJ, the security, um, the whole venue, like hire, lights, everything. It was just, yeah, and it's it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. So people go over on a water taxi and they just, yeah, they have this whole space where there's like red deck chairs everywhere if you were there and it was still sort of beach time or um, there's there's like live music, DJ, as I said, like everything that you need and then everyone hopefully doesn't fall out on the water. <laughs> on the water taxis going back but um it just takes them straight back to this promenade where there's quite a few of the hotels so um it's a really logistically it's actually quite a simple thing um but yeah I, lo I love that um it's just I don't know something about it yeah it's just, I love that I, think, I mean who doesn't want a private island for their wedding <laughs> I know I don't know and then and then also just the joy of like being there and going to um there's a supermarket that I'm mad for called Gant Casino which I believe is from Paris it's it's this French supermarket where you've just got rows of like meat cheese champagne uh, fresh bread. <laughs> you know so the last time I stayed I went quite cheap and did an Airbnb but it was directly across the road from Gant Casino so you know I came home, like did my shopping, came home and I bought nothing sensible. I opened the fridge later, it was like profiteroles, <laughs> champagne, brie cheese. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love it. Love oh, it. That's so amazing. I, um, I don't know. I love anything that's unique and that you can like take your guests on an experience, right? Like it's, it's all about when you're traveling that far, or even if you're not traveling far, it's all about the experience and that yeah. to me is something they're obviously probably not going to do again in their lifetime. And I think with New Caledonia specifically, people, most people in Australia get to go there because it's a stop on a cruise ship. And unfortunately they get four to six hours in Numea in the port, which is really not a great part of town and they don't have really much time to sort of get out and do anything else. So um, I think another added thing is there's, it's this amazing, you know, best kept secret that they're probably not going to go to outside of this, you know, this event that they're going to go to. So mm -hmm. um, I, I, find, I find that that's, you know, that's lovely. Um, the other thing is, God, I know all the hotels now, like the back of my hand, I've, I've toured them all, seen all the different room types, seen all like... So when I have these conversations with these couples, it's like, do you want the Voyager suite? Do you want this? You know, like I've, I've been there. I've been in the rooms. It near killed me going up and down. <laughs> but I thought if I'm going to, you know, if I'm going to specialize, because it, it is really a niche for a darling, don't panic for us to offer that. We're the only Australian wedding planners that do New Caledonia. Um, and if, if they start trying to do it themselves, they only find local wedding planners that only speak French. So as soon as they're searching in English, they just get us. They just get us. So I thought I better be bloody good at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you know it very well. I think that they could trust that process quite well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. And so um, tell, you know, if there is a, a bride out there, we have all of these brides sometimes that they've gone through their wedding planning process and they're like, I want to become a wedding planner now. 
And they could do that with you. You, you The uniqueness of that with you is, is you actually sell franchises, correct, to yours? Yeah. So specific to Darling Don't Panic, um, as I said, I bought that business. It was a one-woman show. It was called Oh Perfect Day. And it was a one-woman show in Geelong, which is where I live in Australia. And um, I went I went through the process of, of growing it. So I, I jumped into the business full-time and built this area um, and then over over the first sort of couple of years I met a couple of girls in different locations that I personally trained up to do the same business um, and that just really took off I think um, I think what I've discovered is wedding planners typically just want to focus on doing weddings they don't want to focus on sales and leads and social and you know, marketing and ads and um, which was what I was really good at so there did come a point where I thought I'm, I feel happier training wedding planners and doing the sort of sales and marketing and social side of it. And wow, I can then free them up to do the actual weddings and they can just focus on that. And that's worked really well for us. So um, the business today, that's how it runs. Um, I really focus on the sort of top level, like advertising, marketing, social, um, all the leads process is really automated. We use Dubsado really well. We've set up some great workflows with that and proposals and things. Um, and then I promoted one of the planners, Kiri Walker, who I'm, you may have come across. She's also yeah. ex-wedding academy. Um, <laughs> she's now a head planner. So she actually sort of hands-on manages the girls now. Um, so that's from recruitment to onboarding them to supporting them ongoing so she has monthly catch-ups with the girls to just kind of touch base and go what are the live weddings that we got what we have what are the issues what can I help you with um yeah. so that that's kind of just rocking and rolling really well at the moment yeah. yeah and and you can build a like an a la carte wedding that's also unique is that people can yeah. get as little as they want or as much as they want yeah I mean there, there's a minimum spend which I think it's not, it's not very much anyway, but it's, um, yes, absolutely. They can, they can jump on at the top of our website at darlingjoepanic.com. There's like a gold bar and they can download what's called the info pack and build out their own quote. And that's selecting things like venue sourcing, caterer, celebrant, entertainment. Um, and, and then of, of course, at the bottom, there's this sort of your on the day coordination, rehearsal, all that sort of stuff. So, um, but as they're kind of selecting these pretty boxes at the bottom it's building out the total for them and then they can submit and it generates an invoice um and that's worked really really well I was I was worried when we moved to that that we would get lots of like little ones but it mm -hmm. hasn't it really hasn't affected we're still getting that's the same sort of dollar value that we that we were before as packages but people love it you know that I find with us specifically they 99% of times they come to us and they book something, right? It's it's usually the venue, but it could be the venue and the florist or the venue and the caterer or whatever. Um, so in their mind, they're like, why the hell do I need to pay for that? You know, and, and they see value in that. Um, but also, you know, as they're kind of going through, it might prompt them to go, oh, but we might need a rehearsal. <laughs> you know so but but it get they're in control they're absolutely control and they're able to build out something that's an absolutely perfect individual fit for, for their situation so um yeah that works really well it's brilliant it really is especially for someone if they're not uh, accustomed obviously to wedding planning or how it works they don't think of everything you know sometimes they look on google dr google i call it 
And, you know, they think that they're going to find everything, but you obviously being the expert have things built into those packages that they're not going to think about. Yeah. Yeah. And even we created um, all of these questionnaires as well. So, so say, for example, someone picks florist, um, that means that it really falls under the responsibility of the planner to oversee that planning component. So that's getting the quotes, obviously dealing with the supply, all of that. But um, step one of that is we actually send the client a floral questionnaire and it, and it prompts them for how many buttonholes, how many, you know, how, are we getting a corsage? Are we getting like all those, all the possibilities are on this enormous form. They go, I didn't even think of that. I thought it, I, I thought I just needed a, you know. Exactly. <laughs> but, but we, we, we forward that to them. They fill that out. We PDF it. And then we send it to obviously the ones that we want, the florists that we want, but it's, you know, please see attached for the quote, blah, blah, blah. Um, so there's lots of things like that that we've implemented as well that um, the wedding planners, oh, the clients love it, but the wedding planners also love it because it's like, flick it to the client, it's perfect. It gets out all the information that's in there um, and we're able to be really efficient and go and get um, appropriate quotes really quickly. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, and that's really what they want to know. They come in and they want to know pricing straight away yeah. and you're giving it to them before they even talk with you. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It works for us. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what is like the average stay? So if someone's inbound, not local destination wedding for you. Where is it three nights? Is it five nights? Like what are they normally doing with groups? Um, with new cow, it's, well, it's funny cause we just, we just started doing it and then COVID hit. So I haven't actually seen one through to the end, which is annoying. Yeah. Um, but when we, I'm thinking of two particular bookings that I had, um, one of them, they were just sort of saying to the couple where we're staying here. They were actually putting up the expense of the family. Um, I think it was 50 people all up and they were paying for a lot of them that were family. They weren't paying for friends, but it was kind of like, we're staying at the La Meridian. We're getting you this room for this period while we're there. If you want to stay on you know, then there'd be their own arrangements or whatever. Um, so I know with that one, it was a bit unusual. They were footing the bill for their whole family to stay at this five-star hotel. The other one um, was a short period of time. So um, everyone paid their own way to New Cow. The couple were there. And then I also did travel for the couple to go on to Mexico for their honeymoon. So they had like a destination wedding for like five days, I think. And there were activities that we were going to do in terms of like brunches and things like that. And, yeah. and also organizing some activities like going out to Amity Island, like some actual touristy things you can do in New Cal. And then, yeah, they were leaving everybody and going off to Mexico. <laughs> so smart. <laughs> Which I booked so as well. So, <laughs> you know. Awesome. Yeah, oh, but for that, you know, that was, that was like a seven day run sheet or whatever um, would have been longer with, with Mexico. But um, yeah, but, but, as opposed to your typical situation with a wedding planner where you've got, you know, just your day or your weekend, this had everything. This had the Air New Zealand flights, this had, you know, the Ecom, the transfers in Carbo, everything, so. That's great. Do you feel that um, we're, we're kind of like on the upward turn now, like we, we can put COVID behind us and we're, we're moving forward in the wedding world again? Because everyone is still, I think, a little bit nervous to, to rebook, especially a destination wedding, you know, much like you, I've had clients that had to rebook two and three times. And I know people that are watching are like, what, 
what should we do? You know, do we make the yeah. sense? And, and I, I think now for me, I suggest obviously working with a travel agent and taking travel insurance. Is that what you yeah. also 100%, advise? hundred percent. Um, you, you don't want to be back in the days where you're going on Expedia and just picking the cheapest thing that you see, like the cheapest fare. Um, because always really, honestly, those cheap fares are, are usually completely not flexible and they'll have other restrictions, whether or not you lose everything because it's not refundable or there's a really expensive hidden change or cancellation fee. It could be $500, you know, for a $900 flight. Mm. Um, so just, just the simple, um, just going to somebody who's going to read all that fine print, he's going to take the time to go, yeah, there's a $900 flight, but it's, you know, it's non-refundable or we can pay 1100 and it's fully refundable. It's the change, you know, and to just spell out to you while you're booking what those fees are, because there still might be change fees and things like that. But, um, you know, for a really flexible fare, um, there may not be, um, or it may be like two free changes or something like that. But to have somebody to spell that out to you will give you confidence. And I think that goes with every element is to try and get, you know, book components that are flexible may cost a little bit extra but if you can get the whole thing and feel confident that like it's all booked and maybe right now in COVID I've got a good deal and I want to book now then um just make sure that yeah they're all they're all flexible you know what your travel restrictions are and what your options are and just talk about them at the beginning just get it out of the way um because we don't I think yes we want to go forward with confidence but we also need to have our eyes open and go, things can change, but let's have a look at right now, like what all the options are. So we know that going into it. And, you know, I'm booking, I went to, as you know, New York and LA over Christmas and New Year's and there, there was a bit of extra cost and admin involved with like PCR tests and things like that. Um, but, you know, I just kept checking my chair beside and, um, and, you know, just obviously reading my own rules and things like that. Um, and I felt confident and I feel confident to book several more trips this year. I'm just going to do the same thing. So, um, but, but yeah, you won't catch me booking a non-refundable. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. And even giving enough time in between. So if you do encounter something or a delay, uh, you know, I always tell the couple, please come in like three days before, like, don't do that to yourself, especially if you're traveling such a long distance for a destination wedding, let yourself rest and get up right like don't just yeah. roll into it yeah 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 I agree I agree yeah and who uh, knows there could, there could be some little pest three day before PCR test you're going to which you didn't know about so exactly, yeah just exactly. staying on top of all, all of that stuff but mm-hmm. yeah well Jack that's amazing I love always talking with you you're so Me knowledgeable too. um so for everyone watching Jack for sure wants to make sure everything goes just as planned she is uh, going to help with weddings and uh, honeymoons, destination events. Uh, I mean, if you want a theater production for your wedding, then you're, that's your girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, unfortunately. And yeah. you're going to post, uh, Jack, all your information um, as well so they can reach out to you for travel or weddings. And I just thank you so much for your time. It's always lovely to see you. You too, darling. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for having me. Okay. Bye-bye.